you so much. So this is how we usually do the show live at home. So me and a few mates will connectivity together on in the web and usually go on Discord unless something happens to Discord, which that happens last week, and we'll switch to Skype, which didn't sound good. So yeah. But well now it's different because I can't see my co-host and they are Biogenesis. Yeah. And also Starstream. Hello everybody. So how do I put this? This is kind of strange, new and interesting in terms of how we're doing stuff. Usually you hear intro music and all the good stuff, we do some bantering jokes and whatnot. But now I have a lot of words. I have no idea what to do. Because I was just up there looking for technical stuff. And now I'm just bantering because I want to feel high. So uh, I'm gonna ask you guys the audience here. How are you all? <laughs> 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 but, okay, so, why, how are you? I'm a bit cold. I didn't realize the AC was actually going to be this cool, and I'm missing my jacket. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. Eh? Yeah, feeling a bit cold, but better than twice, because at least he left his jacket back at the hotel room. For me, I left it back in the night, so yeah. <laughs> so here's an interesting fact. Um, all of us here are from different countries. Like Spice are from Australia, I'm from Malaysia, and uh, Stark is from Brunei. And well, if you take a look at how all three of us are on this stage here right now, it's strange because three different people from different countries get together on stage. Like, after we do the normal thing that we always do, we just talk about the news, but talk about how to do that. It'll be interesting. So anywho, um, let's talk about the news. Anybody here is a big fan of Marvel? There's a few. Oh, are you DC fans? Like, do you like Superman things? Like, oh, 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 a lot of Superman fans. But no, no, Superman's cool too. Not in the movie version though. But anywho, um, recently, uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know him, he plays Iron Man and also he plays some other characters like Sherlock. Who remember Sherlock? I do. No, I'm not really a Marvel fan, I'm a DC fan. Okay, no problem. He recently discovered the Bernie Phantom and posted a picture of the Iron Pony armor. Really interesting. You know, I actually probably have gotten a. HDMI. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put basically to the big screen. But you know what? No problem. You can just look at the show notes when this episode is out. So, how impressed are we? Or how shocked are we to see Robert here post this up? Not all that shocked. Really? No. Well, he's had some Bernie or MLB related uh, posts in the past, like on Facebook. So I'm not particularly surprised. What was I actually thought it was fan art, the original. <laughs> That's not what else was posting. No, I, I don't remember that at all. Like, you just did the dish. One or two uh, posts made in like last year that referenced the fan of an MLB. Alright, alright. So, 
query 2.5 and benefit QD now is showing 2.5 good as well. And well, the panel before us is on Tingle as well. So that's cool. And I think someone, yeah, that, that as Michelle, like, could you do an language here impression? And she did it, and it was beautiful. But one thing on the music, uh, it seems that song for Women Our Mark, I think that there's a verse that was removed for Diamond Yama. And if you go check the links in the show notes, um, it's a pretty cool song and it reveals a lot about her character, like how she's going to change and whatnot. So that is cool. Yeah, I didn't get to listen to this until last night, during the last minute uh, backup on reading the news. It's a fantastic verse, and I think the the song and the whole episode of Crusaders of the Lost Mark would have been infinitely better if they hadn't left it in. They, they, after hearing it, it cheapens the, uh, the episode and the song, not to have it in there. Yeah, like, I feel that this kind of improves her character of highlights how she can change for the future, but eh, maybe they left it because for album purposes, who knows? We mixed. Yeah. Maybe it's not just album purposes, but because maybe the, part, the episode is having a bit of a time constraint because it is a quite a long song and there's a bit of a, what you call it, a, having a multiple songs in just one episode. It's like a musical episode. True, true. Like, I think the last time I did that was in Magical Mystery Yeah, that, that was way different. Still no problem. So, in this part here too, we have a lot of artists who draw ponies and you can buy the posters and whatnot and they're really cool. Like, if I had more money, I'll buy, but since I'm almost that broke, I can. But I'm sure you guys here can, so please do, they really like your support. And talking about art, um, it seems that the Mother Pony Dragon on Desert Island is going to be appearing at the National Museum of America description. And the artist here, Mary Jane Dickens, is going to do a talk on her art and writing for the book, which is pretty cool. You don't get to hear that too often. A book about ponies and being in a very professional location being talked about. This is the first time I've heard about this book. I kind of want to read it, and I am also surprised that uh, the National Museum has decided to do a lecture series to cover something that is my little pony related, you know, without it being like a hundred years old. Oh yeah, and the only time when a lecture would be visible is a pony convention, like what we're doing now. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, it just reminds me of something called the My Little Pony Art of Equestria, where we talk about the, the process of how the animation has been coming along from, from the beginning, from the stage where they started the, the design and all the storyboards and all this. And then, um, pretty much the work on how she write the book. Oh, yeah. like, this one is mostly about art and yeah, I don't know idea what they're going to talk about, the texture, but who knows, like, 
anybody, like when is this, like August 26th, that's actually Friday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so if any of you guys are interested, you can head out there and attend the lecture. I think it's free to attend. But that doesn't say anything about your flight tickets to the state. So. It kind of was, in a sense, that you could say, um, well, I Basically, the mind of the person who writing this book, kind of thing, the author's mind. And last but not least, through the years, we don't just look happening at the Perry Center. This is a location, right? It's yeah, happening in like New York City and Beverly Hills. Yes. So they're going to show all of the Bollywood movies that is. Film festival on the 23rd of September in India time. So they're going to go from T1 to 4 in England, Westerville. So, hey, more exciting there. And that event will be on the 23rd of September, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. And admission is free. So, this is cool too. Having your, all this show being shown in a film festival. That's cool. Well, at least they have a bunch of activities for kids. Oh, free toys for the first 350 people. I wonder how many of those people are going to be like Bernie's and all those little kids in the South You know, probably half of it. You mean like this convention? <laughs> yeah, but like we're not taking anything away from people. Everyone has to pay for this. But well, that's six years for this week. We kind of looking fast. So anyway, um, let's get into the meat of the panel here. And that is how I met my friends um, Phi and Starker. So, with Phi, it's a pretty interesting story. We met through an online Skype group, right? Uh, yeah, we met for time in Daggett's Skype group. Mm -hmm. And that Skype group was all about gaming. Like, I do other things than this, I do play games. And if you hear me all the time, I do play Overwatch and all this pay, pay too. Press free for stealth. <laughs> but um, during the time on Iron Vegas game chat group, we were playing a lot of Civ. And the problem with Civ, you know, is that it's hard to get a game going on without any people. So I invited. Uh, Midnight Scribe from the Highland Burnies invited me in. Yeah, so he invited you on, and we played, and then we played more games, and, well, I think the time that really changed was when I met the purple communication. Ah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that was strange, but how we met. Like, I remember a few months before messaging you saying, Hey, hi, I'm coming down to Perth. Wanna meet? Yeah, I was ecstatic. I was like, Yeah, I'll meet a new person. That's great. I think I'd already been on the show once at that point. I spoke, I don't remember. Yeah, not too many times. Yeah. And well, we met, I, he brought me around with his car, and well, things go on from there. 
this is my point of view of how I met him. And what about you? How how do you know me and stuff? Let's see. I I just remember you were in Ty's group, and then Midnight Drive kept getting me to watch the MBF show, uh, which didn't, I didn't actually start listening to until about a month or so before I ended up on the show. I didn't, I didn't, I marathoned about 50 episodes because I had nothing else to do. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that you listened to all 50 episodes of that? Uh, you had a lot more, 50 episodes at the time. It was just about 50 episodes in total I sat and just marathon through. Ah, so basically you spent 50 hours listening to us talk then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I played video games while I was doing that. Oh, okay. Multitasking. That's always good. And what else? Um, I think it was Lurkant who was the one that instigated me being on the show to begin with. Uh, because we joked about it and then Lurkant was the one that's like, you should totally be on the show. And then we I, I put off being on the show for like I think one or two weeks. So I was on the show with Loki Cat at the same time. Because she was so excited to be on the show with me on the show. Yeah, I do remember that. That was cool. Um I wish I could have her on back, but he's a bit busy with um life, that thing. Yeah. Like and as time goes on, we kind of have the same interest in games and in other things, and it seems kind of interesting when you think about it. Yeah, we, we played a lot of PD2. Yeah, PD2, and, and a, I think a bit of Left 4 Dead. Yeah, you remember Left 4 Dead as well. Yeah, yeah because Mike Michael, uh, Man of Manical Game, was yeah. uh, to play a lot of Left 4 Dead, but um, he's terrible at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we ain't gonna say anything. I'm sure we all are terrible at some games. But with that, like, I think that we, you came on and you, know, you just never left. Yeah, I, I think at that point, after you came to Perth and we met up and we spent like the afternoon hanging out, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was the only time that you had to spare for us to hang out when you were there. I started gradually showing up on the MBA show more and more often to the point where this past month I've been on the review show twice. Oh yeah. Uh, due to some editing issues, I was going to be on the third time, but that had to be restricted down. I'm on. I, I'm on next week's review show, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be uh, my little point. Friendship is uh, Friendship Forever Thirty Five. Yes, thank you. And yeah. then I'm going to be on. September's review show, I think. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Okay. Um, While Silver Claws on his vacation. Yeah, uh, that would be episode 8 of season 7. So that review will be recorded soon enough. And Star, how. When I remember you, like, I remember you coming up to me last year around February, I guess. Was it February? February? Um, the one. Not too sure, but I'm more because I think way back then was because I was going to TFE. I kind of know you were from back then. Where were you back then? That's the more interesting part because I don't know you, but you yeah. know me. Yeah. And some people might call that stalkerish. <laughs> so um, when I when I met you like for the first time, it was at um, TFE, was the day zero. We met up. We 
No, it was actually this laptop. No, I think it was the, was it the small laptop that I had? Yeah, no. Oh, that one. such a great time. So, kind of like, you know, it's me and then there's one tree and there's like, Charlie, and then we all hang, like, we would hang out at this place and then we kind of like, you know, after we left off, we kind of like, you know, I feel like there was a bit of something that wasn't there, you know. Like, it feels a bit missing and I kind of want to continue to talk because, well, back in my place, it's like, we have a lot of difficulty having, like, like-minded people talk with, not to mention like those with, uh, who are veteran bronies. So it's kind of like, you know, I kind of want to talk more. So I created that group and at first it was uh, just this normal talk group and then eventually evolved into the gaming group. Yeah, and then people games and yeah, it became interesting and from that point on, well, we got to know each other, we talk more and well, it just evolved to friendship. But friendship through this show, like, and when I mean this show, it's not about the NBA show, and the show that we all enjoy, it's my own friendship. So, <coughs> this one, something like, okay, we all enjoy the show, like, we enjoy this show a lot, and we all together from all across the world, like, I know a few bronies from the States, uh, probably, Europe and whatnot, and even Asia. So to gather them all in one place, like this world, for example, is interesting. And honestly, if it's not for this on, I won't be meeting five here for the second time in person. So I have to say that this show is pretty magical. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, what can I say? Like, I know you guys here are here for this one because you enjoy the show too. So, yeah. I can say anything I guess it's time to talk about how me and Star met, which was already in BSR. Uh, I think it was only like two or three months ago, I was pulled onto an episode. You asked me if I wanted to be on an episode, and then when I come today, I'm like, alright, so is it just us? Is there anyone else that was going to have wills on or anyone? You're like, no, my friend Star's free. I'm like, no idea who that is. And I think you've been on like a couple episodes at that point, I just didn't remember. But I think since then we've been on... Semi-ready. About seven, maybe, I think about between five and seven episodes together. And this is our first time meeting each other thanks to C Chronicon. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't actually recognize you at first. <laughs> how, how do you know him? That's the part. Like, you never seen any pictures, you never seen anything else. How? I think probably you could say that I know MBS was through the show, so pretty much that. 
I mean, I was like, I know, like I said, I know this show was back in 2003 years ago, I think. I think about 2014, because at that time I think it was on, uh, was it Pony Bill Live or was it Every Night? I don't really remember. I think if you're talking about way back when, there would be Pony Bill Live. I was on Pony Bill Live. Yeah, I think it should be the Pony Bill Live. So I, it got me interested because of the fact that I think it pop up on the sh uh, was it on the show? I mean, on the question daily a few times? Yeah, well, it's there for almost well, regular basis, four or five years. Yeah, really, on the nightly drama, but at that time I was like, I didn't even know what NBX stands for. And then I did, I did see some posts that say that there were a Malaysian podcast or something. And then at that time I was like, oh, you know, it was kind of interesting. But you know what, what Elisha has actually asked you from way back then, and it might be a bit different right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, things would be a little different, but still, uh, way back when, things were different. So, anything else? No. Alright, so, uh, we might cut this short, but I want to open up for QA meetings. Anybody got questions or anything else? Anyone? Not, this is just ending. <laughs> Alright. I had an idea, but I lost it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how does the show start then? Well, So, um, how, the, how did it start? And, yeah. How did it start? Because I wanted to do a podcast way back when, and I didn't really have a topic, and I didn't really have much friends who had the same interests. Video games are hard because you need to know certain things or be good. Movies, you, don't, you need to know your. How is that? What is that? You need to know your stuff, your storyline and whatnot. So, you, you have your characters and certain things. So, in 2012, I went for a local building meetup, and there, we, there, we, oh, sorry. Um, the three of us are a bit different because after the show got established, and thank you, know, we've been doing this for, or I personally been doing this for five years now. And these two just came in this year. I came in this year. It was quite recent, actually. Yeah, I think that I was in last year, uh, my first show, because I was on the show before your trip to Perth, which was last year. So essentially, um, it was with a group of friends, and it involved Dan. And then, um, I, well, I had a friend, he had a DJT mic, I was interested, and he tried to make for something. That's something you'll never be released at all. I think that still has it. And that episode was terrible. Was it called the episode zero? Oh, no, 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 no. Episode negative one. Yes, probably the negative one. Because I did hear the the first podcast on the website, and it was very interesting for all of us compared to now. That one was considered good. No, uh, the episode was, no, the show back then was titled to be called The Party Back. For veterans here who know what that means. Yeah. No. So a few months later, um, I approached some people and started recording on stock. Till one day, then he came up to me saying, "Hey, can I be on this show? I know how to do iTunes." <laughs> and I said, "I'll think about it." 
and because of him, the show is called Night Tunes. And as for what can be going in remission, um, I have to say that I don't know how to quit. I love doing the show every week, even though there's some kind of nerves. Like, for example, for this trip, I was supposed to record a video with uh, DSLR. I had the mic and all, but I was ready for this. Then, suddenly, my camera gave out. Actually died, and yeah, tough luck. But that didn't stop me. I improvised and I kept going. I find new things to improve and evolve. And the thing with doing this show is, if you're not enjoying it, why are you keeping doing it? Like I've been doing it for five years now, and obviously everything just ups and down. So you're, you just have to keep going. If you're not enjoying it, then stop. And anybody else? Any questions? I have a question. My mate was looking after my bags in the audience, and he's bugged off, and my bags are still there. <laughs> now he owes me double because he left the window open in my car last week, and rain got in. <laughs> Why is that a question? I, I want to know where the hell he's gone. He's not in here, so he, he barely off the call at like a massive emergency. Oh, or he could be just ran out and get some food and not come back for a while. <laughs> Who knows? That make a difference uh, on the way here this morning. I was, I, I'm here with four other people I dragged from Australia. <laughs> Three of them abandoned me and one of the other ones in the hotel this morning. They got up and decided, no, bugger it. We're going to go to the come here to see Photicon early and just left us sleeping. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> you lock out for those bags. Hey, that's going to take a crap somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, friendship is magic. <laughs> friendship is magic and involved terms. Along the way. Indeed. So, anyhow, if there's... Okay. Dan mentioned that you, you're about to hit the, uh, the longest running podcast for, for a brony podcast. How do you feel about that? So you ask, uh, I'm about to hit According to Dan, you are about to be the longest running Brony podcast out there. How do you feel about that? Oh boy, uh, how do I say this? Unbelievable. It's one of those things where you do this thing day in, day out, expecting it to be a regular hobby thing, where you just, oh, I just want to do this for fun. And since you need to me up, why not, right? And hey, Silver Pills here to talk about movies with me. So why not, right? That'll be fun. Suddenly, five years later, hey, I'm still doing this. I don't have a mic. <laughs> well, maybe that line is there, just that who knows it will very well to. Oh yeah, true that, true that. I mean, um, with this show, five years running, I've met a lot of different real people, like Daniel, um, Charlie, Starker, and also Star, and also Brandon too. Every one of those people have their own stories to tell, and it's interesting to see them grow evolve and just be who they are and achieve their dreams. Like a few years ago, Dan came up to me saying, Oh, let's go to Brody Park. And well, I didn't go, but he went. 
that that will be our to do a convention. And he did. Twice. Twice? Three times? Three times, starting with the first key. But then again, if I'm not mistaken, I hear that he actually has way more experience back then, even though before he started with yeah. TNP. So like he started, he's doing like, help, uh, helping with the Singapore side convention or something? Yeah, that's right. right. But still, he has the dream and I was there to see it. And what else for me? Uh, I got to talk to awesome people, like people from the show, people from uh, celebrities of the show, like uh, Black Griffin, uh, Tombstone, even uh, Dr. Wilson from Quill, Sakai Hersong. And people from the show, I got to talk to Michelle Cleaver, uh, Larson, everybody by Facebook and Amazon, and also Emily King. So, this show has gotten me so many opportunities of awesomeness. And any more questions from here? Okay. No? I have to end it here. I was going to say, we can talk about con experiences. I mean, we're at a con. And there are heaps of uh, MLB cons across the planet. We can talk about cons we've been through and whatnot. This is my personally my first uh, pony convention because most of the ones in Australia have been a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you talk to any Australian that there is the the, the the hilarious tragedy of Sydney, which never started. Uh, Salvage con, which pulled up the shipwreck that was Sydney, and then there's PronyCon uh, Australia, which has been promising to do one final convention for about three years now, and it still hasn't hosted its final convention, uh, which is why I've, I've been trying to get Australians to come to see PronyCon and just come to other cons in general, because I don't think that's happening. At least you get to experience the proper convention. Somehow, you have to, right? But I know you've been to cons before, like, for me, my convention total would be about four. Uh, I think five should be this one. But in all essence, every convention is almost really the same. You have your vendor hall, you have your panel, you have your fan gathering and stuff and whatnot. But it, it's, it's very hyper specific because it's targeting a specific fandom. And if other anime cons, for example, um, Comic Fiesta or Anime Gaki, those things are open wide to. I'm thinking of words, just open wide to anime and gaming and whatnot. But for Bony Conventions, it's just one. And then it shows you how awesome this show is. You get to see other people, like minded people who like the show. And that's very cool. You get to see people who have different interests in what it's like. For example, you like people, you see people who like plush, you see people who like um, art, and you talk to them, and you get to know them, and somehow make a friendship over them. So, do conventions fun. If you get a chance to go, do go. And, like, they're trying to promote ShortCon, which is happening, what, next year? So, that one is in Canada, is it? I think it is. I think so, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, don't take my word for it. But I'll read it with Australians. But you know, um, if you get a chance to go to any convention around the world and you have the funds for it, you go. It's fun. 
Yo. Until he dies. 
which we can't say when no one knows how old Norman is. We're fairly sure he's immortal and he's all permanently look like this. Oh yeah. But uh, honestly, how long is how long will I have interest in this show? If I don't have any interest anymore, I might have to kill the show. No, the show's not good. I might have to end the show because I'm not invested anymore. But I have good people on, I have a lot of friends that I enjoy talking with, so I think we'll be on until I don't want to be on anymore. <laughs> okay. Maybe ending with a big bang. Oh, maybe. You say we'll end on a big bang, I'll say we'll probably end on a fizzle. Uh, no, everyone won't have an drink for it. But I think the show, uh, considering the movies coming out and all the stuff they've been doing with the Crescio Girls uh, side franchise, I think we'll pro uh, the new show is probably going to have enough content coming out uh, to last a while at this point. I'm, I'm still adamant that we're going to get 10 seasons of the, of the base show. Yeah, and I, I think that Expo doesn't want us to stop. They want us to keep going on and on and on and on. At least the most important thing about having a show or anything is most uh, just have fun. Oh yeah. That's what say. Like you mentioned earlier before, if you're not having fun, then stop because you're not invested in it. If you're having fun, then it could be a three-hour podcast talking about random stuff. No, it's kind of specific because it's knowing this show now. Well, it doesn't have to be. Uh, on my channel, I interview content creators as a side thing, and on more than one occasion, especially with you, Norman, we got so wrapped up in having fun with the interview that instead of being about 30 minutes long, their recording is an hour and 15 minutes long. I thought that was supposed to be a quiet thing. Yeah, the, that, the, review, uh, the interview episodes only meant to suppose it be about 20 to 30 minutes long, but yeah, we kind of lost track of time. Oh yeah, I remember that one. You need to post that up, by the way. Uh, question? Hey, um, did you guys sound like I haven't even finished doing that for my own channel, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. I, I covered season six, part one, which was the first half, which was good, and then the second half came out, and since I haven't bothered to do that, I think the second half of it probably wasn't as great. The finale was fantastic, but it was well, and a season that started off quite strong and kind of mellowed out about halfway through and didn't really give us a lot of great moments. Still better than season 5 though. And as for... Yeah, finish this question first. Um, as for me, I have to say that season 6 was a little faster. It went out faster. It came out strong, but it didn't have that gas. Because from what I noticed that most of the writers for season 6 were kind of new. So they're trying to get their room on. Like, okay, we need to do something with something, so how do we do it? If you were to see season two, the writers were, oh, we know what to do, this is this and that is that. And like I said, season six, it was okay, but it was not strong. 
For my opinion regarding the season six is that it's it was not bad in the beginning, but after a while it's like feels in a sense that it's kind of predictable because I have a bad habit sometimes when I watch the show in like ten minutes I was like, you know what, something like this might have happened. In some in certain ways it may plot twist but it but it's not but it's not like seriously plot twist, but it's like brain mellow and something you can just like, huh. So my prediction is some somewhat right. It's kind of annoying because I kind of don't want to feel like the things is like going in what I think is like going in that what kind of way. decide to go their own ways, stay friends, but the central group that they have uh, becomes split up and they go off to live on their own uh, different areas of Equestria. Uh, the Apple family stays on their farm, Twilight goes back to Cantalon, Rarity cries in the corner somewhere like always, uh, Fluttershy disappears into a forest, uh, Pinkie Pie explodes, floods <laughs> Ponyville uh, with cotton candy somehow. Uh, Rainbow Dash, uh, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the, the CMC obviously go with their, their, their respective families, Applejack, uh, Sweetie Belle goes with, uh, uh, tries to come to Rarity, and Schooler goes with Turkey Fried Chicken and makes the biggest mistake of her life. Oh, wow. Oh, so, if you ask me how I would end the show, I would ask that what is Hasbro planning? Because if they're planning on uh, another split in terms of, oh, okay, it means six are full, we need to sell new toys. Or, right, the CMCs are there, they're expanding. Okay, we'll end them with the main show and we'll fix with them 4.5 the CMC. And now they're the main characters and they're. Eventually, a new yay CMC marketing power. So, so, I would say end this show with a bang and have a uh, yes, a single generation. generation. That, that we should hope they don't suffer. I don't call it <laughs> so, so, end the main cast storyline and go four, four, generation 4.5 and follow a different set of characters in the same universe. Maybe the background characters? Yes, Derpy. We need we need the Derpy spin-off with Karatov, uh, who, I, whatever happened to Karatov? She was there with Derpy all the time in season 1-2 and then disappeared. Yeah, but that's my idea. Like, Hasbro's all about making the bunnies, so they're not going to end something that's good. 
So they're going to keep going for a bit and try to expand whatever they can and make new stories. Thank you. My, my idea maybe possibly be what I hear before on the NBA show, maybe something like of a pre, the old script of the NLP whereby maybe somehow Prince, uh, Princess Celestia, uh, Celestia retires or Luna retires and then maybe Twilight or Kaden just go on the throne, just continue reigning the question, it's just kind of that. But for the other characters, maybe they, like what Twilight said, maybe split off in their own ways and Pinkie Pie may be the most successful or you call it just like tea sandwich, the most successful party drawing characters or something. Alex also sent Starlight off to the Crash Girls franchise, so I can have my Shim Shan and my Gun Glam all in one place. Yeah, yeah. That's a, oh yeah, I forgot we had that. So technically the show will never end. Crash yeah, Girls, also known as Crash Girls Waifus. So anywho, I think we are on... Yeah, so we're on time, so yeah, thank you very much for coming to the panel. I have this whole outro thing that I always read on the script, so give me a second to open it back up. That's scripted? Yeah. Oh, you oh, memorized it. <laughs> oh, I, I used to memorize it, but yeah. If you guys still have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at the You can also reach us on the Twitter. The show to drag on is at the show. I am at Norman Sanzo. Fine. Uh, I can be found on YouTube and Facebook under Double Point Productions. I can be found on Twitter at Midnight underscore Pint. And I can be found on Jim Fiction and DeviantArt as Twilight Genesis. As for me, I'm Angelico XX on DeviantArt where I tend to post pictures of my plushies. And yes, it, this plush that I have and the two sweetie bell and Apple Blue, which was on the Michelle Creepers table. Yes, that was mine. And I have a lot of plushies. Thank you. Alrighty then. And also please subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, and Snitcher Radio. And also like our Facebook page. Yes, we do have a Facebook page. And you can also catch us on www.com. Things are in the show notes. You can check them out. And we do this thing called the Invasion Review and Discussion Podcast on iTunes and Snitcher Radio. So if you would like to see what you think about certain episodes or review of movies, do catch one, do subscribe to them because Silver Quill is on, Stephen Carson is on, and probably you'll get a guest of the week, who knows, maybe. Um, well, it's not much of a surprise to say, oh, maybe we'll have Twy when we said I'm on two episodes already and I'm going to be on most of September. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Star, he'll come, probably. Um, and also, we have. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash MBS show. With every support, you'll get full access to the content and exclusive, and also early access to the initial review and discussion podcast. And well, with every thank you, uh, with every support, you'll get a thank you. And okay, well, thank you, Alan, thank you, Virgil Cat, Star, Phylogenesis, Embrigatorius, Starstream, Estelle Black, and also. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but it's, you, you scripted everything but everyone to thank. What does it say? But anyway, um, I'm Roman I've been Twilight Genesis. And this is Starstream. And we'll see you guys next year. See you next year. Yeah, I'll see you again next year. <laughs> yeah. Well,